0: Hi, data leaders. Paul from the Data Storytellers here. Today, I'm with Denis Coutreau, who is the Chief Data Officer at Getlink, which is a a conglomerate responsible for uh, a number of companies, including the Eurotunnel. So great to have you with us, Denis. Hello, Paul. Just to start with, tell us a a few words about yourself, your your background and and your journey to becoming this this CDO, because you've been in the transport industry for for some time, but I don't want to spoil it.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I've been, uh, indeed, I've been working in the mobility industry for 20 years. Uh, I graduated, graduated as a statistician, so it was in the old time where uh, machine learning was uh, called statistics, and I've been working for companies like Sistra, Vinci, uh, Transdev, and now uh, Getlink, uh, mainly at the beginning of my career, in uh, working for long term and short term demand forecast and also pricing optimization. So I'm half uh, quant and half uh, specialist in uh, mobility.
0: And you mentioned that you you started out as a statistician. What was the transition like to towards for you personally to go into towards more data science and, and more of a, of a data a modern data role let's call it yeah well
1: um well when i um it's it's very uh, well it's 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 really different it's a very really different uh, way of considering data uh when you are a statistician you uh usually you are looking for data because you have uh, it's very scarce it's very difficult to get And uh, to do so, you need to design first, think about the model and uh, apply the data to the model. So you can make sure that uh, you design your data according to the model. So now it's a bit of the contrary is what I felt uh, is that you have the data. So you run uh, various models and you try to find some insight and then you fine tune at the end. So it's kind of, a, to me it's kind of a reverse way of thinking about the data. And it's a huge, huge change compared to uh, when I started.
0: So what are you up to in your current role as the, the chief data officer for Getlink? Uh,
1: chief data officer, yeah, it's, um, uh, have, it has two, two parts. Uh, I joined the company uh, like six months ago, so I'm still uh, discovering what's happening there. Uh, but, uh, there are two, two main parts. One is to support the businesses uh, with regards to uh, data analytics, machine learning and deep learning. Uh, the idea is to, to make sure that these techniques are applied, uh, within the company to, uh, make more of the data we have at the moment. And the second part is, uh, what I call usually the underlying part is, uh, to, organize uh, data to make sure that uh, from the producer to the consumer so the data flows smoothly and that uh, everybody can have access to the data so it's really two two parts of the business one is the upper part the shiny part like machine learning uh, deep learning image recognition all that stuff fancy stuff that you can see uh, in the news but the other part and maybe the most prominent and most difficult to uh, to, 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 uh, to 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 convey the, uh, is really the data transformation.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, obviously, you're you're now in the the chief data officer role, and uh, a lot of people have very different expectations as to to you know what what role you play within the business. And for you personally, uh, from a transformation perspective. What role do you think you play within Getlink or that you're going to play?
1: Well, uh, indeed, uh, Chief Data Officer is a kind of a blurred uh, position. You uh, are in between the business on the one hand and uh, the IT on the other hand. And um, the goal of this kind of uh of uh, from being uh, being chief data officer the goal is is uh for me is really to to make sure that uh there is a smooth uh there is a kind of transformation if it's a first a transformation role so you are taking a company from uh companies that, that is doing data but on the verge, and to uh, to bring data into a central place within the company. So it's a kind of a, you reverse the the way people view data uh, in in a way, um, and also you put data at the yeah, at the heart of the the way you 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 monitor uh, and you you monitor your your company.
0: So what do you think makes a data-driven company? You know, you can speak here from from your own experiences or or maybe in the wider industry as well. Um, i sorry, can you repeat the question? I just asked, what do you think makes a data-driven organization from your experience?
1: Uh, Well, in the mobility industry, we all uh, have eyes for the kind of digital native Uh, It's tightly linked to, uh, to be honest, tightly linked to the digital world. Um, It's the idea of uh, making sure that you have the right uh, information at the right time, and that the information is uh, designed in such a way that for everybody in the organization, it's directly actionable. it's uh traditionally it's kind of very difficult to uh to get on time data and usually you have uh, more most of the information uh uh, with a delay of one week two weeks three weeks and we now feel with the kind of uh, digital transformation uh, that is currently going, going on in the mobility industry that it's not sufficient enough so you need to bring uh to bring up to date data very close to the decision that you are able to make so to uh, in order to be able to to to, uh, to switch uh, quickly uh, if i take an example in the in uh, for your tunnel for example we operate a terminal on this terminal we have flows of trucks that are coming in uh, what we what we want to do is to uh, make sure to anticipate the arri- arrival of our clients uh, the drivers, uh, to make sure that we are able to run the business smoothly and convey them from one part of the channel to the other part in the most efficient manner. To do so, you need to uh, to be always uh, um, upfront uh, the operation. So you need to be able to, to anticipate everything. And this is where data is playing a role.
0: So within the mobility space, then, what do you think are the greatest opportunities for ambitious organizations and ambitious leaders within your industry?
1: Uh, If I take public transport, where I previously worked, you have one big uh, thing which is at stake is to to move through what we call the mass mobility as a service. So it's a switch from uh, kind of sector mobility. So you have public transport mobility, uh, free cars, uh, driving your own cars, taxis, uh, bikes and stuff like that, which are siloed at the moment. And what is at stake is to build a platform uh, at the moment uh, that will cover all this transport mode, uh in one app. So you make sure that uh your customer or the user of public transport they have uh in their pocket all their uh, all the mobility choice to get from one posi- to get from one uh, place to another in the freight industry uh, you have similar patterns like big uh uh it's a uh like making sure that the the goods are flowing from one place to another in a uh, seamless way. So it's also uh, something uh, with regards to data. How do you make sure that the information is correctly uh, gathered, is uh, pushed to the the right people at the right time, and that this information is enriched throughout the the journey uh, to the end customer. Uh, so for this you need to uh, first to, 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 to get uh, to, to, to get the la- latest uh, data techniques or data uh, uh, structure within your company, but also uh, in a broader view, uh, there is what is ongoing at the moment is a, a kind of data alliance between the players. Uh, to make sure that from one place, to, to make sure that from, um, uh, from one, uh, for, for moving one thing to, to, from one place to another, all the actors are coordinating uh, and are uh, in line to, to, uh, to, to, to provide the, the, the best service.
0: And, and I love this idea of, of mobility as a service, because, uh, what you're doing there is you're, you're, you're not turning data over for, for, on a grand scheme, you're not turning over data for a profit, but actually to, to, to benefit, you know, whether it's the city or, or, or the country or, or just infrastructure in general, which is, which is great. So what do you think are the big challenges, uh, that, that come with, with data professionals trying to leverage this kind of change within, within that industry?
1: Um many changes ahead uh first uh not being an established uh kind of line of business you need to create everything from scratch yeah. and so you have to uh first to uh get people to know what you're doing and to make sure that they do not confuse you with the i t or with the business so you, you are kind of in the middle of this uh, these two and then uh you need to uh, reconcile i would say you need to reconcile a kind of a, a antithetic uh, views uh, you need to have a vision first uh, to make sure that your long-term goal uh, you are clear on your long-term goal and then you need to be uh, on the opposite flexible about it because there are several means to uh, to get to your hand uh, you need to secure roadmaps uh, and yet uh being able to be opportunistic about it if you have a use case uh, which will serve the long-term goals and you need to grab it and to uh, uh, to review uh the roadmap and uh, as what i said also you need to to tie up uh, the fancy part with a, a kind of a, a more difficult part which is underwater what i mentioned before and you know, everything that relates to uh, data management, data governance, which are very difficult to enforce within the company if you don't have uh, on the other side uh, some benefits for the end users. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very, you have many challenges, uh, uh, but then uh, it's, uh, it's kind of uh, very interesting to do uh, to do so. Mm-hmm.
0: So that was, that, was a, that was a question on the, the challenges of, of the wider business, which I think you, you kind of covered it in a really wide scope. So from your experience, what are the best ways for data and analytics leaders to actually gain more influence within the business to execute these roadmaps that you just mentioned?
1: Yeah, so, so first, the roadmap needs to be a very simple and not only focus on data science and machine learning from you have to cover the the broad spectrum of uh, data. Uh, So it means that you need to address, uh, I mean, from the use case or end user business point of view, you need to address uh, several types of data uh, ranging from kind of internal open data to make sure that data is shared within the organization Uh, BI also. So uh, how do you make a consistent BI within the business and uh, you don't, uh, business don't uh, uh, overspread BI everywhere, Uh, push advanced analytics uh, like machine learning techniques and at the high end, uh, use artificial intelligence to uh, be able to make forecasts and to uh, to foresee what can happen, so uh, you need to push these four lines of uh, what I call data for business. Uh, so these are the use cases that for me you need to uh, to address. So we define uh, all of them, and define use cases in your field for all of them, and then you need to support uh, this use case uh, with uh, what is under the iceberg uh namely kind of data governance how do you organize within the company to uh to bring data uh, at the center of the company and this needs uh, you need to secure the it you need to secure the people uh, from the business and you need to make sure that uh, people some people within the company are taking care of the quality of the data this is the second part. So you need also to uh, make sure that data is properly managed. So, uh, it's ranging from having data dictionaries, mm. um, uh, getting, uh, making sure that data is cleaned when it's passed through the end customer, uh, and all, all that goes with data management and data is exposed at the end of the, of the pipe. And then on the third, uh, for me, the, the, the fourth pillar is to derive a technical blueprint, uh, because you have so many tools on the market that you cannot address all. Uh, so you need to to, uh, to to bring to your community of users a set mm-hmm. of tools that are uh, um, that are um, kind of uh, recommended. So you can make also uh, bring uh, design communities around this tool. So you need one or two tools for BI, but not much more. Some for data preparation and uh, also uh, for data management and data ingestion. So this is uh, what I call the technical blueprint. And then uh, last but not least, uh, the most difficult part is uh, to embark people and uh, and bring uh, data culture within the company and this you can do it by um, uh, doing uh, like regular meetings Uh, it's communication first Uh, it's very important to communicate uh, around what you've done Uh, training on the hand training so for this what i prefer to do is uh, when i design one use case for example i i I turn it into a training because uh, this is company data. So in the mind of the the people or your colleagues, uh, it's important to note that that, uh, uh, like data transformation is not for uh, the news or not for uh, some uh, fancy people in Paris. It's for everybody and you can do it because and this is you show it because you are using uh, company data so it's quite important for me and uh also so you do some training and some uh, webinars so you have a full stream which is quite important and people in culture
0: and that's sounds like a really fantastic roadmap i really like what you mentioned especially towards the end about the communications piece and, and actually knowing who's going to be using the data uh, What what do you think are the personality traits of uh, good Data transformation leaders. Now, what kind of qualities do they possess to get the message across? Do you think
1: the the, the first one for me is to be a, a part an expert, uh, being part an expert of data, and have a very good knowledge of the of the field you're working in, of the business end of your company. And this is why I've been uh, taken for these positions because I, I had this two uh, uh, this knowledge. Uh, then, uh, um, there is a sense of humility because the roadmap and what you will achieve, uh, will not match at the end of the day, but you need to, uh, to push this through, uh, because, uh, um, project, uh, you are, usually we are very optimistic about the project, but it takes longer to, uh, to design. Um, but then uh, you need to be uh, uh, quite positive about what you're doing, uh, yeah, I'd say, and consistent. Um, what I feel is very important is uh, the... the, the good understanding of the business needs. And I think it comes at the art of the uh, data transformation. If you uh, design stuff that are not used by uh, because they are not properly designed, or they are not, uh, there are many tools that, uh, there are many use cases that you can design. You feel that they are useful for somebody, but if they are not really targeted, then uh, it will fail. So it's really to be uh, it need to be designed hand in hand with the business and the business first, and it's be, need to be taken care of by the business. Uh, so it means that you uh, you need to take a, a, a lot of time with the business. Uh, there is a kind of uh, in the overall uh, can you need to be able to manage. I think what uh, you give on the one hand, so you will give tools, but you need also to take on the. The other hand so it's still uh, you 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 position yourself within the two so this is the way uh, i think you build strong relationship with the business uh, because uh, they will trust you and they will uh, uh, they will get first they will get aware about what you can do so they will uh, call you whenever they have a use case to develop and then they will trust you for developing the, a new use case. And uh, as I said, uh, these use cases are, are useful also to, uh, to bring the full transformation. So uh, you can, on the other hand, uh, push some necessary change on the way data is managed.
0: Mm. So with that in mind, can you tell us about a time maybe in one of your previous roles where you actually use this to success? You know, you, 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 you reached out to the business and, and were able to implement these kind of roadmaps. Okay. Um, I was... One of
1: the... In my previous uh, position, the company was structured around uh, many, uh, many contracts. Which were located everywhere in, uh, in the world. And it was kind of difficult to reach uh, these people. So, what I decided to do is to uh, to do some data camps, what I call data camps at the moment. Uh, people were it was uh, people were physically very far from the, the location where I was, and it was uh, uh, teleworking was not as developed as today. Um, so what we decided to do uh, was to, to, to go for um, to design a product which was going to the business and to their location for a couple of days, like three, four days, and doing this data camp. Uh, in advance, we would choose a general topic. It can be a customer uh, relationship, it can be um, uh, predictive maintenance, it could be uh, whatever, um, like flows um, optimization, uh, whatever the topics, with a uh, strong data uh, uh, data related uh, strong data related topic. And we would go on site working for uh, three, four days with the people on the data set only to discover the data set. And at the end of the four days, uh, we brought the businesses with, okay, we are, we've been looking at all your data. So in the meantime, we were discussing with the businesses. So we built a personal relationship with the people. And at the end, we would deliver a kind of package Okay, what do we do feel uh that the use case for you are this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. So we would list the use case, and it was the start of uh developing use case first, and then uh working more in-depth uh in the data transformation. So I think it's quite a, yeah, that's an
0: example I would like to, to mm. share. Mm. So throughout your career, then, what do you? How would you describe your role? Yeah, you know, are you a change agent for the business? Are you the champion of data? Or are, are you the salesperson? You know, what do you perceive your role to be?
1: I the the, the vision of my uh, position uh, changed a lot. Uh, I came from. Uh, Analytics uh, background. So uh, for a long time, I felt that my uh, the, the aim was to uh, to provide analytics and analytics skills to the, compa- to the company. Uh, more and more, and um, taking care on broader field uh, within the data uh, within the data field, uh, taking care of data management and whatever uh, governance and stuff like that. Um, The idea of being more in a position of transforming the business and um, came up and I do feel now that it's more, uh, it has more to do with um, like business transformation or business uh, bringing the the best to the business. Than pure analytic uh, skills. Pure analytic skills uh, in the kind of data transformation. Uh, it's not. It's an important product, but it's not the sole product. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, data sharing uh, is a, is a goal. Uh, you target uh, more data sharing. You target more collaboration within the company. Uh, with rela- uh, with relationship with data uh, you you target uh, more quality in terms of data usage and you also target an upskill of uh, people uh, through this data journey. It means that people who are doing bi you are trying to um, to free them from bi by developing uh, data sharing, for example, and you're trying to push them in advanced analytics. People from advanced analytics, you're trying to push them on the verge of machine learning uh, because basically with the tools that exist on the market and the democratization of of, uh, the field of statistics and machine learning, uh, some people are skilled enough to, 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 uh, to do uh machine learning tasks they are pretty simple algorithms that doesn't require a huge background to uh, to be run and uh if you if you engage in a relationship with these people you can push them upstream and um yeah as i said it's kind of uh, the one of the good aspects of the this data transformation
0: mm. And it's great to hear you talk a lot about collaboration and and upskilling. How do you approach the education of the organization in terms of getting data to the people, so to speak?
1: Um, I think I really believe in... um, and giving access first is a, is a prerequisite. So, uh, as I mentioned, uh, you can uh, work on uh, providing open data within the organization. But uh, to upskill the people, I really believe that you can uh, only do it uh, by learning. So it goes through. Um, for me, it goes through, strength, it goes through uh, training. But training has to be uh, to the point in terms of what people uh, can learn. So, uh, so you need to to to, to, to really um, to really adjust to the level of people, and then it needs to be also for me tailor made. If you're working on, uh, for example, Kaggle datasets, at the end of the day, I believe that people it will be difficult for people to uh, to replicate what they what they've learned on the Kaggle data set for example to uh, to the data um, from from your internal data so this is why I think that this training needs to be tailor made uh, it needs to be tailor made with uh, like company data so people can appropriate much more. And can leverage and can um, think about uh, what will be the next use case in their field, in their position. So it's uh, it's kind of a win-win uh, way of uh, uh, working. I feel.
0: So with the these these projects, how how intentional are you with building a strategic plan around it, and and do you have a system in place that kind of helps you to do that with with the team, of course.
1: Um, well, the system you uh, always uh, invent reinvent the system as you work, but well, it's tailor-made, like you to, said, uh,
0: right?
1: Yeah, but still, you, you can stick to some of the principles. I mean, uh, I mentioned the vision, I mentioned the roadmap, I mentioned five pillars. Uh, so this is the compass for uh, for the data transformation, and then uh, for me, you need to uh, to work through. Uh, you need to navigate between a top down first and a bottom up approach. I talk much about the bottom up approach because uh from my background I came from the you know the analytics so I like to 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 work with the data set uh and then upskill people but then you need also to be very aware of the top down approach mm. and you need to uh have a system to convince uh, the C-suits of the need for uh, data transformation. This goes through, uh, and you say influence, kind of influence system. So first, uh, to get cloud, you need to be visible uh, to the, to the C-suits. Uh, you need to uh, be very clear about your road map and very uh, precise about what you need to achieve and be accountable for it and uh you need to have this roadmap validated at top level uh, so that uh, you can leverage on it at all level of the organization so the top down approach to have it uh, validated at the xcom level then what is needed um, as far as I feel is a kind of one-to-one in-depth discussion with every members of the XCOM or the top executive uh, to make sure that uh, your project will go, through, uh, to, will go through the XCOM. So this is for me uh, what was very critical uh, for the first six months in my position then now that the project is uh, the overall view is validated uh, w- what you need to do is to uh on the second row to go again and see all the people to uh, to explain what has been validated what you intend to do and then uh, you need to keep the project in a kind of a hot kind of a hot topic so you need to entertain uh whenever uh, you need to have kind of milestones that are visible within the organization so it needs that you so it means that you're for me your first and this is a strong point of methodology i think uh, your first use case also needs to be some flagships it will not be the use case that that brings uh, the best ROI but it should be the use case that is the, mo- the more explainable, the most explainable and also, uh, the most, vi- the, the most visible within the company. Uh, what is really good to do, uh, at first is, uh, image recognition, uh, because image recognition, if you have the, the ability to do so, it's, uh, self explainable. So, uh, you don't have to do anything. It's visible. Uh, it's, uh, it's basically it's physical, so it talks to people. And it's quite important to launch the next, uh, to have this in mind uh, to, not, to launch the next uh, step of your uh, roadmap.
0: Well, Denis, you've given us a lot on, on roadmap strategy. I've given you a pretty good grilling and I think you've held up quite well. Last couple of questions I have for you. First of all, what do you like most about working in data and analytics? Well, um, it's, it's a broad question. <laughs> I could
1: speak for ages about it. Um, what I do like a mo- the most in uh, first in analytics, I think it's to uh, bring, uh, to, 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 to transform data into information and transforming information uh, and bringing information to the company uh, you you bring insight and you can, uh, you act as a kind of an advisor to the business. And this is something that I feel quite uh, uh, thrilling about uh, analytics. And uh, next, the last one, the second part about data in general, uh, maybe the magnitude of it uh when you convey uh, terabytes of data from one place to another uh you design tools uh that are working on these terabytes of data uh you're running your job on the uh, the previous day and uh, then you get your results the next day or whatever uh it's still uh, i feel it's still a bit magic for me and then at the end of the day um, in a broader sense, uh, I feel that data is, um, well, kind of a common language within the company. So it brings people around the table. It brings uh, discussions between uh, between the different business of your company. So, well, I think it's quite interesting to be uh, in the in the in the middle of all these uh uh, all these topics Mm.
0: and the last question i have what recommendations and advice would you give for data and analytics leaders today
1: be patient (laughs) (laughs) first um you don't i'm not sure you you you're you're doing this kind of journey to see the end of it but at least to see uh uh things transforming uh when i get into this business i was uh quite thrilled about transforming very quickly and uh, you feel that uh, the human, the people timing is much more slow uh, so be patient uh, and i think there are lots of reason to uh to, to be also quite Enthusiastic about it, because uh, we don't see we haven't seen for the moment I think most of what data can uh, uh, can produce and bring so it's kind of uh, exciting to uh, to keep a hot field and to try to keep up to date with the latest trends and trying to apply them in your own field, yeah, there's a kind of um, um, applied research that uh, can be a very exciting I think.
0: Well, Denis, thank you so much for coming on the Data Storytellers show. It's been a genuine pleasure having, on, having you on and I, I've learned a ton. Hopefully we can have you on again soon.
1: Yeah, great. Thank you very much also uh, and I uh, was very happy to, to be here. <laughs>